Hey, this is Aaron, your senior instructor with Lead Into Fire Academy, the only class that teaches dentists how to lead into fire so that they can get more done in less time, provide the best service their patients have ever received, and earn more profits from these amazing services. Today's topic, iron sharpens iron. You ready to hear what it's about? You know it's about inspiration, right? Well, here we go. Iron sharpens iron. A good firefighter will know their job. Great firefighters will also know the job of the person above them, as well as teach their job to the person below them. This is job. This is Chief Bob Muzinski. A quote from him. So in regards to, this, to the great proverb that I'm, I'm sure you've heard about, iron sharpens iron. The Life Application Study Bible states, there is a mental sharpness that comes from being around good people. Two friends who bring their ideas together can help each other become sharper. Personally, I believe this also relates to, to teams as well. So teammates who learn from each other become sharper and build a stronger relationship with each other also. Additionally, a leader who builds and sharpens his team will continue to grow alongside them. Don't you agree? That the teacher, the leader who builds and sharpens his team will continue to grow alongside, alongside them. Don't you see the benefit in this? So teaching your team skills that benefit them will create a more enjoyable and innovative workplace and a more confident and inspired team. That's what we all want, ultimately, isn't it? So when we talk about sharpening skills, let's talk about how, how you can get that done most effectively and efficiently. So how you sharpen your skills. First, the instructor must be proficient in doing the tasks themselves, right? Then the instructor does the task and shows it to the student. Then the student does the task while the instructor coaches and guides them. Then the student does the task unsupervised until finally the student becomes an instructor themselves and teaches someone else. So how to sharpen, how iron sharpens iron is by the instructor being proficient in doing the tasks themselves. Then the instructor does the tasks and shows the student. Then the student does the task while being supervised. The student does the task unsupervised until finally the student can become an instructor themselves and teach someone else. So that's the how. The who trains is as important as how you train. So the instructor must be knowledgeable on the subject, possess great communication skills, and teach with a positive attitude. I'm gonna repeat that. The instructor must be knowledgeable on the subject, possess good communication skills and teach with a positive attitude. These are the key to becoming a good instructor. And any, any teacher will tell you, any new instructor will tell you that they learn something every time they teach as well. So that's why delegating teaching roles to your group leaders who are proficient in the topic, that's why they're going to gain so much from this as well. Not only are they teaching and learning and helping other people learn, but it's going to help them grow personally and professionally as well. I always say personally that my, my first fire captain, he led like a bear. The only problem was he didn't know if he was going to be a grizzly bear that day or a teddy bear. And so this particular captain, he taught by fear, which was common in those days. And, and while the older, more experienced firefighters responded to this type of leadership, the rookies like myself found it to be intimidating, unstable, and completely uninspiring. There was no question that he knew his job. But on the days that he became a grizzly bear and chose to roar uncontrollably, 
Those are the days that he failed to listen to our needs, listen to the needs of his team. He failed to, to build a positive relationship with these new employees. So while he was an instructor that was knowledgeable on the subject, he was not possessing good communication skills at those times. He was not teaching with a positive attitude, and he was completely ineffective in my opinion. See, a seasoned grizzly bear is not the instructor you want to teach new, timid, and impressionable employees like myself who are likely to make mistakes. They are not likely to gain the confidence that they need to succeed under these conditions. So we talked about how to sharpen the skills. We talked about who needs to be sharpening it. Now let's talk about when. When's a good time for training? In the firehouse, we train every day. We train at the same scheduled time, um, 9 o'clock is when we train, and that's just simply to eliminate any confusion or scheduling conflicts. Everybody knows the schedule, and they, they go in expecting it and eager to learn. So if daily team training is not practical for you, then I suggest at a minimum that you train to correct a common problem when it occurs, or you train, and you also have to train new employees, and you have to train them more early and more often, of course, to get them caught up with everyone else. So it may not necessarily be a daily training like we do, but I do suggest if you have common problems that you address them quickly and, and conduct a training on how you want it done to fix the problem, and in addition to training your new employees early and often. So what should you train on? Well, all training should ultimately focus on your mission statement, right? To train to correct common mistakes like we talked about and to prove your current conditions, but ultimately you want to improve the amount of perfect patients that you receive each day. This is your mission, right? Improve their experiences when they get there. That's so you can keep them and create loyal patients. Improve your work conditions and train to make your team happier. These are all parts of your mission statement. These are things, great things to train on getting more perfect patients, making those patients happy, and improving the work conditions of your, of your team. How long should training be? Well, often good employees make simple mistakes because they were never taught the best techniques. So a quick adjustment lesson here or there may, may be all you need to be successful. It doesn't have to be a formal sit-down educational lesson. It can be just a simple adjustment. A new hired employee requires different training, though. Not only should they be taught by a positive role model who proudly represents your practice, but they must be taught very thoroughly, especially in, in the initial stages, right? That's why I encourage you to, to do routines, checklists, standard operating procedures. These can, these can all be used to clarify any questions a new hire has, and it, it'll help guide them and simplify their regular tasks. Your orientation leader must thoroughly and clearly explain what is expected of the new employee from day one. Okay, and by having these standard operating procedures available and checklists available and they understand the routines, that's going to help them learn more efficiently, simpler. So let's just review. So a positive and patient representative should orient your new employees thoroughly and clearly to get them started on the right foot. Right, that's who you want representing you. A positive and patient representative is going to be your orientation leader. And they should show them the SOPs to simplify regular tasks and to help establish a routine for them. And when a problem does arise, good training should be conducted by someone proficient in the task and who follows the steps to sharpen skills. So your action today 
I want you to build a culture of continuous learning by teaching along with your team and sharpening their personal and professional skills. I want you to ensure that your standing operating procedures are up to date and available for your newly hired employees. So checklists and printed directions are, you can see how they'd be such an extremely valuable tool, right? For a new employee to build habits and routines from. So plan a class that improves not only your team's personal life, but their professional life. So let's do the, uh, let's say for personal life improvement, um, maybe it'll be a skill that teaches them something like financial management or communication for couples or time management, health, diet, relaxation techniques. These are all you know, simple classes that could teach them valuable life skills that will help improve them personally. And then plan a class that teaches your team a professional skill that will make them more valuable as a team member. Let's um, consider courses that, that maybe cross-train and teach them skills of their coworkers so they have a better understanding of what their coworkers are doing. These are just ideas for, for doing professional team building classes. Maybe you can share something you found valuable within this course that you can cover or something valuable you learned from the last seminar you went to. So to remember, to have a group leader that's proficient in a skill, teach it to others so that the iron will continue to sharpen itself. Thank you guys for your patience. I can't wait to, to keep improving your inspirational skills. Um, stick around. You're almost finished with this week. Hang in there. I can't wait to see you tomorrow.